Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hello and welcome to the Napoleonicist. We're almost at the end of what has been an incredible fortnight. Over the last 14 days, we've heard from experts from around the world, covering so many aspects of Waterloo, its events, its controversies, and its legacies, as well as hearing the often emotional testimony of those who fought, bled, and lost loved ones at Waterloo. It's been a huge undertaking, hours of recordings, hundreds of tweets, and I just want to take a few moments to thank everyone who has taken the time to help make it happen. As you've heard over the last fortnight, I've had the privilege of interviewing experts from every corner of the world, and I make no apologies for mentioning each of them in person. Alithia Laspra from the University of Oviedo, Haley Stewart from the University of North Texas, Vanya Bellinger from the United States Air Force Command School, Ed Koss from the United States Commander General Staff College, Stuart Eve from Bournemouth University and Waterloo Uncovered, Ben Mead, also from Waterloo Uncovered, Lynn Bryant, author of the Peninsula War Saga, Marcus Cribb, manager of Apsley House, Rob Pocock, manager of Campaigns and Culture Battlefield Tour Company, Gareth Glover, the mastermind behind the Waterloo Archive, Andrew Field, the historian behind Waterloo the French Perspective, Will Fletcher from King's College London, Jacqueline Reiter, the historian behind the book The Late Lord Chatham, and Beatrice de Graff from Utrecht University. All of them were so patient and happily gave up hours of their time to not only prepare for, but also to record their interviews, as well as navigating the inevitable technical issues, all for your collective enjoyment. There were 41 people who answered my slightly desperate call on social media, rising to the challenge of producing readings for the Voices from the Battlefield series, far more than I ever anticipated, and I am so grateful to everyone who contributed. And yes, I am going to name them all, because this is the audio equivalent 
of a credit sequence or a vote of thanks. In no particular order, they were Ed Koss, Will Fletcher, Lucinda Finley, Gareth Glover, Eamon O'Keefe, Jacqueline Reiter, Marcus Cribb, Rory Butcher, Adam Barnes, Rob Griffith, Silvio Gregorio Scynth, Karen Robson, Beatrice de Graaf, Lynn Bryant, Anna Vakulenko, Nick Lipscomb, Vanya Bellinger, Katrina Kennedy, Hayley Stewart, Andrew Bamford, Charles Esdale, Robert Wilder Evans, Stuart Eve, Rob Pocock, Christine Hughes, Jim Deary, Andy Locke, Helen Jensen, Katrina Seth, Robin Thomas, Andrew Fields, Adam Preston, Stephen Fletcher, Josh Proven, Claudia Collier, Ian Salisbury, Nick Taylor, Ed Hammond, Robin Thomas. I also want to mention a few people individually. Firstly, Reverend Stephen Fletcher, who took the time to deliver that wonderful memorial service earlier today, offering such a poignant reminder of what the Waterloo Remembered Initiative has been about. To the folks at Waterloo Uncovered, who showed a huge amount of trust in letting me do an interview with members of their team, and particularly to Stuart Eve, who not only set it all up, but has also done everything within his power to spread the word about the series. I also want to thank the ladies who present History Hack, Alex Churchill and Alina Novobilska, who in so many ways were the inspiration behind this programme. The Napoleonicists and History Hack both came out at roughly the same time. We both hit the air as coronavirus was starting to really bite here in the UK. And to be honest, I partly owe my sanity during lockdown to their brilliant, no-nonsense, down-to-earth way of presenting brilliant history. I honestly hope that their style represents the future of history and the way it engages the public with it, bringing it out of that ivory tower once and for all. They took a massive risk in putting me, this unknown, irrelevant, Napoleonic bod, in an interview alongside Sean Bean for Sharps Reunion, and then have kept showing me a huge amount of kindness by having me back for subsequent pods and for publicising Waterloo Remembered. As you can hear, I adore them, and if you aren't following them, please take the time to check out their podcast, History Hack, because trust me, you will not be disappointed. I also had the great privilege of being interviewed by Dan Snow from History Hit about the voices from the Battlefield Initiative, which was another surreal experience. I'm sure it goes without saying that I'm hugely grateful to Dan and Laura, who manages History Hit, for taking the time to arrange that interview and spread the word on what Waterloo Remembered was trying to achieve. I also want to thank Josh Proven, from the YouTube channel Adventures in Historyland, who also took a big risk sticking me in front of a camera and interviewing me for his All Things Wellington series. And Josh has also been relentless in helping to spread the word on Waterloo Remembered. If you haven't been watching Josh's series, it's available on YouTube and it's brilliant. A number of people have been very generous with their time in helping to arrange and spread the word on Waterloo Remembered. Will Fletcher, who single-handedly made that memorial service happen, Marcus Cribb, who wrangled my interview for Adventures in Historyland for me, and didn't even flinch when I turned around to him and said, hey, how do you fancy organising a roll of honour for 205 dead soldiers from Waterloo with me? Most people would just have run for the hills. Marcus turned around and said, yeah, great, let's do it. 
and John Morwood from the Waterloo Association, who was a staunch supporter of the initiative and, alongside Will, was instrumental in the project receiving Waterloo Association support. This project all came about because of one person, an individual whose name, shamefully, I don't even know, posting on the Duke of Wellington Regiment's Facebook page weeks ago, simply saying, we really need to do something about the 18th of June anniversary. They were completely right, but if it hadn't been for that post, if it hadn't been for someone putting that thought out there, this might never have happened. For all that social media can be sport a bit by trolls, never underestimate the value of taking the time to be thoughtful and to be kind. You never know quite what impact your words might end up having. And to that nameless individual who single-handedly inspired Waterloo Remembered, thank you. And finally, but really most importantly, I want to thank all of you, my listeners. From day one, the engagement stats for Waterloo Remembered were unlike anything that the Napoleon Assist has ever, and probably will ever, see. Over the last 14 days, there have been 6,000 listens, and people have spent a combined total of 2,400 hours listening to the content that's been posted, which adds an entirely different slant on the notion of Napoleon's 100 days. Whether you've listened to five minutes of this or five hours, if you're hearing this, if you've taken the time to pause our stress-filled, crazy lives to stop and remember the fallen of Waterloo, if you stuck with this right to the bitter end, then thank you. To all of those who've liked, retweeted, shared, forwarded links and spread the word, thank you. This initiative was only ever going to achieve its purpose if people got involved. Thanks to you, despite the Covid crisis, the deaths of all of those who died 205 years ago have not been forgotten. Waterloo has been remembered. Before I sign off, I just want to draw your attention to another Napoleonic era remembrance project which I'm spearheading. Regular listeners will know about the Bones of Burgos initiative that I have the privilege of co-leading alongside Ed Koss, which seeks to have the remains of six soldiers killed during the 1812 siege of Burgos that were discovered in 2008, analysed and crucially given the proper burial that they deserve rather than being left in a museum storage unit perhaps even with their names on their headstones, as we'll be using the analysis to try and track down who those men actually were. The process to make all of that happen is making progress, though an agreement hasn't been reached and signed off on just yet. As you know, The Napoleonicist is free to listen to, and I am deeply proud of the fact that there are no barriers to accessing the content that I post for you. Doing it for free is genuinely my pleasure, and in the nicest way possible, I don't personally want your money, but if you have enjoyed the content from the last fortnight, and if you have a couple of quid to spare, and I know that times are hard for people, then there will come a time when I need to crowdfund the burials of those men. My best estimates at the moment are that burial alone is going to cost about £20,000, possibly more, and there's only so much money that I can put in myself. I'm not taking donations until I have a signed agreement saying that we can have these men's remains for burial. I think that's really important in terms of transparency. But if you might like to contribute to giving these men the send-off and the burial in marked graves, possibly with named headstones, that they deserve, or if you just want to be kept informed about the progress that project is making, 
there is a mailing list that you can sign up to. Just go to the napoleonicwars.net, click on the Bones of Burgos tab at the top of the page and fill out a very brief form. Every single penny would make a huge difference to a cause which I hope some of you will feel is worthwhile. I'll be back in July, but there is no way there's going to be this much content next month as I need to go back to writing my PhD. Normal service will be resumed on the Napoleon Assist with fortnightly episodes, though considering the interest that the interviews produced, I might try and schedule more of those over the coming months. If you can't wait until July, then don't stress, because on Sunday the 21st of June, I'll be speaking for Dan Hill's History from Home series on the topic of Wellington Turns the Tide, the 1812 Peninsula War campaign. Tickets are free. All you need to do is Google History from Home and book via the link on Dan's website. Until then, well, you know how it goes by now. I'm Zach White. This has been Waterloo Remembered from The Napoleon Assist. Take care of yourselves, my friends. Stay well. Stay safe. Stay kind. And from the bottom of my heart, thank you for listening. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.